Now, on this Invest Talk podcast, Steve Peasley listens to your questions. I'm calling about stock symbol AG, First Majestic. Thank you so much. I love the show. And provides unbiased answers. My personal opinion is yes, I do think silver is going to keep going up. Invest Talk. Over 29 million downloads and counting. Hey, Stephen Justin, it's Carl calling from Ohio. I got a question about using your health savings account as a secondary retirement account. Your participation makes it unique. 888 99 This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Wednesday, February 24th, 2021. And on today's program, and of course, the program is also the podcast, we operate with the same mission statement we do every day independent thinking and shared success. And of course, and we're trying to assure you that when we talk about the market, when we talk about stocks, we talk about the economy, talk about anything going on financially, we try to do it with the least bias possibility. Okay, we don't we don't buy or buy into anybody else's information. We do buy data because you kind of have to, you know, Morningstar and White Charts and you know various MarketSmith, various different pieces of software. But how to interpret that and come up with our own ideas is, is on our own. We're on our own, and we'd like to share that with you. I'm Steve Peasley, and of course, I encourage you to give us a, give us a call. This is a call-in show. Your questions, your financial questions are always welcome and, and, in fact, needed. So, yes, you can shape the program any way you want to. So, you can call right now. We're live. We're always live, 4 to 5 Pacific time, Monday through Friday. And you call our number, 888-99-CHART is the number. Or if you can't do it during the live show, you can always leave a question in our Invest Talk voice bank. The number never changes, 888-99-CHART. So let's get right to our first listener question. Hey, guys, this is Adam from Maryland. Really appreciate the content you guys put out. I'm a relatively new investor, started investing back in September of 2020. First investment I made was actually in Moderna, pretty appropriate stock, I think, for everything that's been going on the past year. So I bought it around $68. And I guess I just wanted to know, do you guys have any tips or tricks as to, you know, kind of when when to sell on these types of things? You know, it got as high as like 180 a share back in on December 1st, pulled back quite a lot, had another big spike, I think it was yesterday, the 27th of January, um, to about 160, 170. So yeah, I guess just curious what your guys' thoughts are. Obviously, that's a pretty big growth for a short amount of time. And thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Take care. Well, I would take my profits and run. Okay, and I know Moderna is, of course, the big one of the big stocks with the COVID vaccine. I understand that. But it's only a $452 million company. It's really small. They lost money in 2020. They're going to lose money this year. And they'll make $0.39 cents next year. Okay, so what's $0.39 cents worth? Maybe eight to ten dollars a share, and it's at twelve dollars and sixty-four cents. Why is it up there? Because of the, just as you pointed out, the vaccine thing. But it's not the vaccine's not going to make it a lot of money. Go back to fundamentals. Always look at the fundamentals of the company. Their sales are still not picked up yet. They won't. They still haven't picked up. There's been shells been shrinking for over two years every quarter. 
So yeah, I, I'm, that's the wrong stock. That's a Regis stock. What am I? My 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 computer didn't pick that one up. Now, hold on. Let me bear with you. Moderna, wrong. Okay, everything I said that was all wrong. Fifty-seven billion dollar company. They're going to make huge money next year, but they have lost money in the last three years. Their sales were shrinking up until two quarters ago, when it, sales grew four hundred percent, then another eight hundred percent, of course, because of the vaccine. I would, I would, okay, I said $144 stock going to make $15 a share. So that means that $15 is probably not real. It's all vaccine related. So the next year and the year after, those sales are going to go down. They're going to go down because they can't keep up a pace as they are now, right? Think about it. More companies are coming out with more vaccines. You know, after you get past, uh, after all the vaccines are in everybody's arms, right? After that is happening, now what? What is Moderna going to do then now? So, I, 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 again, I would take profits. I would take profits on this stock. $144. You've done very well with it. Take some profits. Take half your profits at the very least. Okay. Um, so, why are we here today? Why am I doing this radio program and podcast? I know you need and want strategies and help deal with the market volatility. And if you saw the volatility today, right? It's huge. So that's, we want, I want to help you if I can. Of course, I, I want you to be a client, but that's not my main focus here on the radio show. Uh, my main focus is to educate and to help. And if we can help by becoming, uh, becoming your, your money manager, that's great. But if not, I still want to help. So give us a call, 888-99-CHART. Today's trivia question will concern the topic of inheritance taxes. They are not the same as estate taxes. So my trivia question is coming up at the halfway mark, as it usually does. So 888-99-CHART is our our number. I'd love to talk to you. You're listening to Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. And now we're in the fourth trading week of February. Boy, this year is going by fast. Two months now. Two months almost gone. So with all the changes we're ha- that are happening out there, what are you doing what, in terms of the market? The, the market is obviously is transitioning, obviously. Tech stocks are not in its favor as other sectors, and mostly mining and commodities. What are you doing? Have you done anything to prepare for that? Of course, our all goal is always the same, financial freedom. So how do you make how do you make effective strategies in this market? How do you understand how to do that? Be happy to talk about that. 888-99-CHART. There is good news for loyal Talk listeners, their friends, and families. Steve and Justin have recorded a special bonus podcast, the February Rapid Fire Hour. It's a fast-paced learning podcast for the average investor. It's free, so be sure to tell your friends. It can be downloaded now at iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and investtalk.com. Okay, we're going to talk to Vishon in New Jersey. How are you doing, Vishon? Hey, this is Vishon calling from New Jersey. Uh, I want to know what's your opinion on uh, GSK, that's uh, GlaxoSmithKline. Uh, I held a small position. I want to know if I should keep holding it or buy more. 
Yeah, it certainly hasn't been performing. Uh, you know, the ones who've been performing, of course, those companies that come out with the vaccines, you know, those vaccines are really hot. But even then, those, you know, I think the, I think the news is already out about the vaccine drug companies. But this is Glasgow Smith Klein, uh, symbol G- GSK. It's a huge company, 86 billion. So it's a big blue chip company. So you're not going to get much growth. You're just not. So you want to buy this one that's on sale. And I think it's kind of on sale. It's a $34.68 stock, and it's going to make $3.11 next year. So that makes it about 11 PE, 11, uh, which is at the low end of its range, PE, has great return, actually 42%, pays a 6% dividend. Uh, it's, sales growth is like this most recent quarter was 1%. So you're just not going to get a lot of growth. You're just not. On the chart, it looks like it has really strong support around 30, the low 30s, so 32, 33. Um, I would be, my, if you, I would be a long-term holder of this, and I would tend to buy more at this low price. When I say low price compared to its earnings, that's low price. So um, you know, and I just live on the dividends until it until it recovers, and then I take a little profits when it does. It is probably going to head back up to the forty-dollar range, but it's never going to get to be. You know, it's not going to triple and quadruple on you. That's not going to happen. Okay, Vachon. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Let's go to Art and Menlo Park. Hey, Art, how you doing? Good, Steve. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling. Yeah, I've I've got a question on uh, China Mobile. It's never happened to me before, but um, the uh, stock has been halted. Has it been de- delisted? Uh, but yeah, I think see, is one of the ones that was a threat. A number of Chinese stocks are going to be de- delisted. Trump ordered them delisted, and I don't think Biden did anything about it. I mean, you know, I think he's fine with it, and so I think that's what you're having happen is it's being delisted. So, do you own it? Yes. Art. Yes. Art, do you own it? Uh, I have some, and okay, I'm so, wondering uh, what can be done with it. So you pick up the phone. You got to call your your custodian. Who's your Who's your broker? Who's your custodian? TD Ameritrade. You call them up, pick them up, and say, "Hey, I need to sell this. It's delisted. Doesn't mean you can't trade it. That doesn't. That's not what it means. It means now it has to go to pink sheets. You got to, you know, they got to make the trade for you." Okay, so I would probably exit it because you're not going to be able to follow it or anything because it's delisted. And oh, there's several right. of the Chinese stocks been delisted. This is just one of them. Okay? So Thanks, Art. I guess, Appreciate the call. Uh, Thank you. My focus point today concerns a story. Fed Chairman Powell says the economic recovery is far from complete. Now, Powell expects that inflation will probably be a bit volatile over the next year. I wonder what that means. He didn't say, what's volatility? That means it's going up. That's the only thing that could mean, <laughs> not down. I mean, uh, but, so it, I, I think we all got to expect that. I've been talking about that for a while. You, this, we're going to see inflation. In fact, you want my personal opinion, you're already seeing it. You go, when you go pump your car full of gas, it's, what's the price? Right? That's, that's inflation. Go buy a house. What's the price? That's inflation. Now, is, now is it going to trickle through everything else? Yeah, copper has gone up. All the metals have gone up. Mining companies, so all the commodities are going up. You think that's not going to trickle down to us? Of course it is. So we've already seen it. 
And since we are, you know, since we have a backup of many voice bank questions, I'm going to attempt, try to attempt to fit in as many as possible. So let's see if we can get another question right now. Hey, Steve and Justin. Thanks so much for what you guys do with Biden being president. I'm interested in CLNE, clean energy fuels. Seems like a good play at a pretty reasonable price right now. I've got a small position at $10 a share. Just wanted your thoughts on it. Thanks so much. Okay, CLNE is the symbol, everybody. That's Clean Energy Fuels Corporation. Provides natural gas and alternative fuels to over a thousand vehicle fleet customers in the United States. It's a $2.7 billion company. Do they make money? So you got to really be careful what you say. You said it seems like a reasonable price right now. It's a $13.82. I think that's unreasonable. Why? Well, because first, they didn't they haven't made money ever in years except for this year they're supposed to make 4 cents a share. On a $13.82 stock for 4 I'm going to earn 4 cents a share. That's nothing. Nothing. So that's really, really, and the, the based on that, the P is going to be what eighty, what ninety? I mean, so that's not cheap. The return on equity is only six percent. It's expensive. Why is it expensive? Because you're not the first one to think of this clean energy play. Other people have done it, and they spike the price. So you're probably late to the the party. That's might would be my suggestion. Wait for a nice big pullback, and then get into it. I mean, remember, the stock back in November was selling for like $2.50 a share. So too late, too late for the party. 888-99-CHART, 888-992-4278. So what, did you see um, that AstraZeneca is getting uh, very close to its uh, approval and J&J, Johnson Johnson as well? Johnson Johnson's a one-shot vaccine. And it doesn't need the special refrigeration, but it's not as effective either. It's like 66% or so effective. So I read 72 somewhere else, 66 somewhere else. But it's one shot, and you don't have to have the special refrigeration. So I think that could be popular, especially in the rural areas, especially around the world where, you know, they don't have the super defreeze that these other drugs need. So... You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley. Winter's moving fast, and we are all watching the markets, as we always do, as February comes to an end. Now, if you're a serious investor, and which you are, I'm sure, we are always serious. And, of course, you got to be a little bit fearless, too, right? But we do try our best to manage our fear and greed. Those two emotions drive the market. So, are you controlling yours? We should talk about this, 888-99-CHART. For investors, the goal of achieving financial freedom requires unbiased information, strategic planning, and determination. Congratulations. You found the podcast that is dedicated to helping you succeed. Invest Talk. Steve and Justin welcome your questions anytime on the Invest Talk listener line. 888 99CHART. Okay, my focus point today concerns a story. Fed Chairman Powell says the economic recovery 
is far from complete. Well, gee, I could have do that. You know, you know, you could pay me the money. I could get up there and say that. Hey, the economic recovery is far from complete. All you have to do is look at the unemployment claims every week, which are over eight hundred thousand. That's that's an inane statement, in my opinion. Everybody knows that, right? Don't we all know that? So the economic recovery remains uneven and far from complete, and the path ahead is highly uncertain. Fed chairman said. Just, I mean, how much money is to get paid to do this? I want that kind of money. Anyways, while challenges uh, shouldn't be underestimated, the progress in vaccination should help speed the return to normal activities. Oh, really? Another great statement. The vaccine should help us get back to normal activities. Why is he even up there saying that? He's got to say something a little bit more... uh, I don't know, intelligent. Now, the one thing that, okay, I like this a little bit better, he points out that the monetary policy policy report, the Fed policy decisions, will be informed by our assessments of shortfalls of the employment from its maximum level rather than by deviations from its maximum level. Yeah, that's a little more Fed speak. You know, not nearly as clear. <laughs> so... All that means is they're not going to make any changes to any interest rates or their bond buying or anything until they, the, the, the economy gets back on track and the unemployment rate falls to what it was before COVID. That's how I interpret that. Okay. But, man, I was disappointed with what he was saying. I mean, it just, to me, it wasn't very intelligent. It just wasn't. Okay, your questions are essential, and they, I have to have them make this show go to make it interesting for you. So let's go to another voice bank question, 888-99-CHART. Hi, Steve and Justin. This is Connor from Pittsburgh. My question is around WMC. It's a asset REIT. They have a good dividend, but their earnings seems to be off. Although they're making money, their earnings per share is very, very low. I, of course, bought it on the crash, picked it up, made a few dollars, but just kind of wanted to hear what your opinion where am I missing? Why isn't it going up? Should I just dump it, take my profits, and walk away? I really appreciate the podcast. I'm a long-time listener. Keep it up. Thank you. Okay, this is Western Asset Manage Mortgage Com- uh, uh, Company. Uh, it's a REIT, Real Estate Investment Trust, investing in agency, non-agency, residential mortgage-backed securities, and related investments. And the reason why it's not going up, it's a very small company, first of all, only $208 million. But, you know, every interest rates have already fallen already way down, and now they're going to start their way back up, or they're going to stay pretty low for a while. These kinds of these kind of companies, you have to understand how they make money. Their sales have been going down three quarters in a row. The most recent quarter, the sales are down 31%. The one before that, 40%. The one before that, 600% fall in sales. See, so you got to understand these companies, how they make money. Don't fall in love with that dividend. The dividend yield is 7 The price of the stock, based on, it's a $3.43 stock. So how does it make money? I'd be out of this in a heartbeat because we're past the time for these kind of stocks to work. You need to pay attention. You need to understand how they make money. And what affects the movement of interest rates affects them dramatically. Okay, so watch out for that. Okay, so 
I can fit a, another call, I think. Question here, 888-99-CHART. Hey, Steve and Justin. It's Carl calling from Ohio. Uh, really enjoying the podcast these last few years. I've got a question about using your health savings account as a, a secondary retirement account. I've heard a little bit about a hack that you can use to build it up and then eventually cash it in even for non-medical bills. So just like to hear if you guys have any uh, tips and advice on optimizing that. Look forward to hearing the answer on the podcast. Thank you. Bye. So an HSA, health savings account, is supposed to be money you put aside to pay for medical bills. That's what it's really designed for, okay? Money you can put aside. That money you put aside is all tax-free. That is re- taken, it, you get to reduce your income the year you put that money aside. If you put it aside every year, uh, just like an IRA. So that's the beauty part of it. So it can grow, you can invest it, anything you want. Okay, so at a certain point, you can tap into it for other than medical bills. But that's not till many, many years later. And most likely, you will use it for medical bills, even in retirement. So it's a very good way to put money aside for future medical bills. You're going to have to pay for it anyway, so why not do it? Sure, it's a good idea. Okay, at some point in our lives, we all probably dream of inherited money or valuable property, right? Well, not me, because I don't have any family members that have either one of those. But there can be a tax bill due. So as we go to break, here's my two-part trivia question. Do you know the difference between an inheritance tax and an estate tax? And how many U.S. states impose an inheritance tax? After the break, I'll supply the answer, but for now, my phone lines are open. I encourage you to give me a call, 888-99-CHART. Um, I wanted to see if you thought that that was a safer place to park the money for long term. Good advice. Stick to a well-thought-out plan for carefully divvying up your money so no single calamity will destroy your portfolio. Want to talk about it? 888-99-CHART is how to get through right now ebay motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease fresh installs and a whole lot of love you transformed a hundred thousand miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own look to your left look to your right it is official no one's got a ride like this there's nothing else that sounds like feels like or looks like the set of wheels in your garage With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At this point, I think almost everyone has heard how generative AI promises to bring us to the next industrial revolution. AI is already shaping society with an impact on daily life that echoes the transformative significance of electricity or the Internet. As we take steps to embrace the potential of generative AI, we need to remain vigilant with regard to its exploitability. 
This is where HackerOne comes in. HackerOne's AI Red Team addresses the novel challenges of AI safety and security for businesses that are launching new AI deployments. The HackerOne approach involves targeted offensive testing by harnessing the collective skills of ethical hackers who are proficient in AI and prompt hacking. In short, AI red teaming is the practice of stress testing AI models and deployments to make sure they can't be tricked into providing information beyond their intended use, and that security flaws can't be exploited to access confidential data or systems. HackerOne seamlessly integrates with your existing tools to enhance communication and collaboration across development, security, and IT teams. So, stay ahead of the game in the battle against cyber threats with HackerOne's attack resistance platform. Learn more at HackerOne.com. That's H-A-C-K-E-R-O-N-E.com. HackerOne.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The markets react to uncertainty. Are you prepared? Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? Your financial future depends on the answers to those questions. Steve Peasley is here now and he's ready to talk with you. Call Invest Talk 888-99-CHART. Okay, before the break, I had a trivia question. Do you know the difference between an inheritance tax and an estate tax? Also, how many states, how many U.S. states impose an inheritance tax? It's, it's not as easy as I'm going to make it sound, but it's not difficult either. An inheritance tax is a state tax. Okay, state, the United States, a state imposes an inheritance tax. Okay, the recipient of the money is taxed. An estate tax is a federal tax, a state, it's, and the tax is levied on the total value of the deceased person's money and property, and the estate tax is paid out of the decedent's estate. So before you get it, it's paid before you get it. It's paid by the estate of the person who died. Okay? Now, that's the key difference between the two. Okay? Now, also, an inheritance tax, remember the inheritance tax is the state one. It, it, how, how, the inheritance tax, the value of the assets must exceed certain thresholds. So, and that number changes every year and is at the very least a million dollars. Okay? Uh, so, the, the, so, the threshold is pretty high for most people. Okay? The federal government does not have inheritance taxes. They only have an estate tax. Okay, the six states that do impose inheritance taxes, inheritance taxes, are Iowa, Kentucky, Maryland, Nebraska, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. And the tax rate for these states ranges from 1% to 20% of the value of the property and cash you inherit. And, of course, state laws are subject to change. They change all the time. So 
If you are receiving an inheritance check, you got to talk to an accountant. You got to figure out what the, ta the state tax is. Okay? We are setting a brisk pace today because I want to get through all the callers that have left, met, you know, left, um, left met, uh, questions on our mail in our mailbox, and we're getting behind. So let's take another one of those. Eight 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 ninety nine chart. Hello, I'm calling from Philadelphia. I just wanted to know your take on cybersecurity ETFs, specifically Bug and Sticker C I B R. I appreciate any input you have. Thank you. Okay, so these are ETFs, everybody. Um, so, you know, bug, it's kind of, a, kind of an interesting, uh, 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 interesting uh, symbol. Uh, Exchange-traded funds seeking, uh, seeks price and yield performance of the index cybersecurity index. So it's tracking an index. So it, what it does, it gives you instant diversifications because... It's tracking an index. You have to find out what's in the index. How many stocks are in there? What are they? You can look it up. It's not, you know, it's not hard. It just takes a little work. The first, next one is the first transfer NASDAQ cybersecurity. And that one's CIBR. Change trading funds seeking investment results corresponding to the NASDAQ cybersecurity index. Doing the same thing, just a different index. So, of course, he's been pretty popular so you want to, you know, technically what you should do is look at the stocks inside these indexes and evaluate those stocks and see if they're overpriced, underpriced, or fairly priced and buy the index based on what you think is going to happen to this industry. That's it. It's that simple. We are sending, as I said, we're trying to go past here. Justin and I have said many times that we appreciate our diverse audience. So we get call questions from around the world. Let's take a question now from Florida. Hey, Stephen, Justin, Jeff here from Florida. Got a question uh, about Coca-Cola, symbol KO. What are your thoughts on that? I haven't heard that come up much lately, uh, but it's still relatively good value with recovering when things open. So just let me know uh, what you think about that, maybe what a good buying point is. I would think maybe right now might be. Thank you. Okay, Coca-Cola Company, of course, one of the largest holdings that Warren Buffett has in his Berkshire Hathaway Company, and they've had it, he's had it. He makes more in money in dividends than what he paid for the stock many years ago. Every year, he makes more money in dividends than he paid for the stock. He's had it so long. Manufactured non-alcoholic beverages, concentrates, syrups, bottles, water, fountain, wholesalers, all kinds of things. It's going to make two fourteen this year and two dollars and thirty three cents next year. That's about a ten percent increase. It's a fifty dollars stock. Going to make two dollars and thirty three cents. So over twenty PE means it's not cheap. But the PE never goes below. Has not gone below in the last five years. Below seventeen and not above twenty eight. So it's you know at, at least probably closer to being underpriced based on the last five years. But the thing that concerns me is the last four quarters sales have been falling. Now, I can understand the COVID quarter sales falling, maybe, right? Especially at the restaurants, it counts all soda. Um, but the most recent quarter, uh, you know, I'm kind of concerned. I do think they'll pick up. I do. And is the stock cheap enough? Well, I tell you, it's, it felt, I found a lot of support about $48. And so it's $50.71. So if you're going to buy it, probably be a decent price right now. Probably. 
But don't expect great things. They're too big to grow very fast. It's too big. Okay, let's keep moving. Here comes a question from Texas. Uh, hi, Stephen Justin. This is Amy in Texas. Uh, I'm calling about stock symbol AG, First Majestic was looking to buy. It's recently had a pretty big run-up, and I was just wondering if I could get your thoughts on it. Thank you so much. I love the show. Bye. Well, thank you for the call. I will be in Texas the end of next month, seeing some relatives. I have lots of relatives, so uh, I'll be seeing several over the next month or so, different parts of the country. First Majestic Silver, a Canadian company engaged in the mining and acquisition of silver properties in Mexico. It's a $4.4 billion company. Sales are growing 20, 20, 30%, okay, in the last couple of quarters. Uh, they're going to make 38 cents this year, then 59 cents, or close to 60 cents next year. It's a $20 stock. Okay, so 60 cents means that you're looking at what, a 35 PE, 40 PE? Uh, yeah, somewhere in that range, right? Uh, and so it's really a play on silver. Do you think silver is going to keep going up? My personal opinion is yes. I do think silver is going to keep going up. So, uh, you know, I would buy it. I mean, you know, a month ago it was around $16. Uh, two months ago it got as low as $12. Three months ago it got as low as $10. So you, you're buying a stock that's on the move. But I think it has a ways to go. I really do, uh, and it's just a little bit expensive, but not too bad. Growth is there. See, I like the growth, and the growth means the silver price is going up. And silver, I think, is has it like 60%, 70% up last year, in the last 12 months increase in silver price, something like that. I wrote about it, and it's going to be in the newsletter this week. I wrote about it this morning. I was wrote about silver, copper, all the different metals and what they've done. So... I kind of like the area still. Okay. Um, as you know, we answer stock questions, and we also take a swing at process and educational-type questions. Here's one from Montana. Hey, Steve Justin. This is David from Montana. Um, I had a question about my Schwab individual account. This last tax year, I made quite a bit of buys and sells, and I'm wondering if I should have been keeping track of that for tax purposes, or what's the easiest way to do that? I'm not sure if maybe Schwab has something where you can print it out and then give it to a CPA or import it into your TurboTax. But anyway, thanks for the help. Bye. Yeah, you have to keep track of that. That's that's kind of your job. But I know, TD, you will get what's called uh, a 1099 with buys and sells and buys and sells. And these days, they do have short-term and long-term gains in there that you incurred. So you've got to wait for that from TD, or if you haven't got it, you've got to call them. And you have to keep track of your taxes. Short-term gains and losses against short-term gains and losses, and long-term versus long-term. Long-term is anything over 12 months. Short-term is anything under, under 12 months that you bought and sold. Okay, uh, let's see. Well, do we have another caller question? Here's a caller question here. Uh, question, uh, let's see. We want to, so I want to keep moving. This is Invest Talk. Hi, Steve and Justin. This is uh, Daniel calling from Houston, Texas. I have a question for you about the stock ticker STNE. That's 
stone. It's had a rise all the way up to almost $85 a share, and now it's dropped down to $72 a share. Just wanted to know if this is a good time to take a position. Just would love your feedback on this uh, particular stock. Thanks in advance. Bye-bye. Okay, let's look at Stone. Uh, Stoneco Limited, S-T-N-E. Brazilian company provides financial technology solutions for merchants and integrated partners. Uh, let's see, financial and technology solutions. Okay, it's made fifty. It's going to make or made. No, they're still estimates. They haven't got the final earnings in for last year. So fifty-seven cents last year. It's supposed to make a dollar three this year. It's an eighty-seven dollar and ninety-nine cent stock. So. The P.E. is obviously 88 or 87, somewhere around there, because it's going to make a dollar next year. Um, is that high? Well, uh, it depends on the growth rate. Well, what's the growth rate? Sales growth rate is 3% in the most recent quarter, shrank 20% the quarter before that, 0% the quarter before that, and 43% growth the quarter before that. So four quarters ago is really growing well. The last three quarters, not so good. Pretty inconsistent. Um, and it's really had a very long run up. Um, I don't think so. I, I'd be a little bit nervous about this. It's in Brazil. Um, I'd have to see a lot more financials before I would decide to buy it. But it's already had a long run up. It ran up from $20 a share a year ago to now 87 88 So not really interested in that, really. Okay, um, thank you for the call. I appreciate that. You know that 2021 is well underway, and there are going to be many changes. I want to take a minute, if I can, if I may, talk about the benefits of Justin Klein and myself and KPP Financial's office, what we can do. First, you know, we are based in Irvine, California. That's in Orange County, Southern California, between San Diego and L.A. Uh, and thanks to technology, we can review portfolios and offer strategic guidance and and you can be anywhere in the United States these days. We know that. We've all learned that from this COVID that you can work from home. You know, and it's very doable now with technology. So keep in mind that KPP Financial, we operate with a philosophy of independent thinking, share success. And this is good for our listeners and our clients because we practice parallel investing, meaning I buy the same things for myself as I do for my clients in all the accounts that we have, the five different types of accounts. So I'm riding right alongside. I put my money where my mouth is. Okay, so the strategies we implement, we implement for you and us at the same time. So also, you can take advantage of our free portfolio review. We'll, ta we'll take a look at it. We don't, with no obligations, we won't try to talk anything. We don't do that. You can do it through Skype, telephone, Jive meetings, whatever is convenient for you. So send us a message through investtalk.com. Send us an email. Or you can call KPP Financial in Irvine, California. And there's no obligation ever. Really isn't. No pressure. After speaking for 10 minutes or so, you'll begin to see how Justin and I could make a pretty big difference in your portfolios. So we can help you. We want to help you. Give me a call. 888 99 chart. The investor from San Jose in California. I have a question about Ericsson. That's ticker E R I C. I've been looking to buy it a while. It's shot up since I first put it on my watch list a little bit, so I was wondering what would be a good entry point. Thank you. I look forward to hearing your answer. Bye. 
Ericsson, that's the telephone company. Um, uh, E-R, what was it? E-R-I-C, I'm punching it into all my software here. Um, oh, shoot. I hate computers, by the way, in case you're wondering. E-R-I-C. Okay, um, Swedish manufacturer wireless and fixed-line telecommunications networks and, ex- and handsets. It's a $42 billion company. It's going to make $0.81 cents next year after making $0.67 cents this year. Last year made $0.71. Cents. So the earnings have been kind of erratic before that. $0.11 cents in the year before that, $0.03 cents before that, lost $0.40 cents in 2017. Kind of erratic. And the only recent sales growth has been picking up. Recent three quarters, 19 10 and 1% going backwards. Um, so it's a $12.56 sack, sock and $81, 81 cents a share. Okay, so that tells you what? 81 to 10, to, so that's going to be about 15 PE, and the range is 10 to 315. So it deserves a low PE because it's kind of erratic. The return equity is very good at 23%. The dividend's only 8 tenths of 1%. Management owns 1%. Um, mutual funds hardly own any of the company, but they are slowly starting to increase their position. On a chart, on a chart, this looks like a lot of support right around where it is, right around 1250. 1250. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and we have one goal here to help you achieve financial freedom. And of course, our work will continue after this break, so get your questions in now. 888 99 Chart. Got a question for Steve or Justin? I'm calling to ask your opinion on an ETF called XLI. And the question is, during the market downturn, do dividends stay fairly steady? And I've got a question about warrant shares. I think that's the right term. A warrant is a right to buy shares of stocks at a certain price. What's your question? Now is a good time to call Invest Talk 888-99-CHART. You are listening to Invest Talk. Every Friday on the program and the podcast, Steve Peasley shares highlights from the newest edition of the KPP Premium Newsletter. Listen Fridays to Invest Talk. And now, Steve and Justin welcome your calls and questions. 888 99 Chart. Yes, hello, Steve or Justin. This is Jim from Massachusetts. I just have a question about ticker symbol UAVS. That's AG Eagle Aerial Systems. I'd like to hear your thoughts on this company, if you don't mind. Thank you. Okay, Aerial Systems. A, 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 AGL? Looks like A, Giggle? I don't know how to pronounce it. Aerial Systems. Designs and develops technology advanced small unmanned aerial vehicles for the agricultural industry. So it's a really tiny company, $532 million. When you're talking about a very tiny company, it's super high risk. Every time I say that, you, you know, when I say, oh, this is a tiny company, immediately in your head, high risk should flash. Okay, so now that we know it's a high risk, so let's look at other numbers. Does it make money? So it might be a high risk uh, company, but does it make money? And the answer would be no. It's lost money over the last one, two, three, four, five years. 
Okay, so it's going to lose 17 cents this year. The good thing is it's losing less money every year. How about sales growth? Is the sales at least growing? This, yes, uh, but sales are really small. Uh, the most recent quarter is $800,000 in a quarter. And that was up from the previous quarter where it was zero. Before that, the quarter it grew 680%. Before that, it grew 377%. But a year ago or so, it made no money, no sales. It's a $9.18 stock. This would be a very high-risk stock, very high-risk, because it makes no money and the sales are very, very erratic. You have to you know, decide. Apparently, you heard a story. You have to decide how good that story is. Frankly, this stock is worth probably 25, 30 cents and selling for $9. So I would, it, I would not touch it. I would not. This is Invest Talk, and next we pivot to a question from a listener in Texas. Hey, Stephen Justin. This is Stephen in Lubbock, Texas. I had a question on mutual funds. I was looking up a couple funds that I was interested in. One of them is a BIOPX. When I was looking at the info, one of the things says turnover rate, 42.52%. Just curious what that means. Is that 42.5% of people get in and out of it over the year? Just curious how to read that number. If Is a high number good? Is a low number good? I see it rated relatively high in the expenses, but it also does good on returns. So just curious what you think about it and what the turnover rate means. Thanks a lot. Bye. Okay, when you're referring to a mutual fund and you see a, a, return, a, 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 a turnover rate, that means the number of stocks that they're selling so if they have 100 stocks in their portfolio held in the mutual fund and the turnover rate is 40%, that means 40% of those 100 stocks, 40 stocks were bought and sold. That's the turnover rate. Okay? So the turnover rate is how much? When it's 100%, that means all the stocks were sold and new ones bought this year. Okay, that's what that means if it's 100%. Where is there a very very low turnover rate? Any index fund will have an extremely low turnover rate. But you know they will have a turnover rate because they keep changing stocks in many of their indexes. They drop some and add others. So that's their turnover rate. So, you know, is it important? Well, you should probably, a very high growth, high, High beta, high everything, you know, very risky mutual fund. The turnover rate is going to be 150%. It'll be higher. it could be very high. And a big blue chip mutual fund, turnover rate's pretty low. So it depends on what you're buying. you, know, you got to, you know, compare it with its, its uh, peer group. That's how you do that. This is Invest Talk. 888-99-CHART is our number. 888-992-4278. Are we out of time already? We're, oh, man, I can't believe that went fast. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Investile program. Justin Klein, I thank you for listening and encourage you to tell your friends and family members about our free podcast downloads. We post a new program each weekday shortly after the end of our live streaming, streaming podcast, which concludes at 5 o'clock, which is right now. So get your free downloads anytime, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and investtalk.com, and I would like you to rate us if you would, please. 
Independent thinking, shared success. This is the best talk. Good night, everybody. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis, and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is president and Justin Klein chief executive officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listening line at 888-99-CHART.